smoking. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for our episode of Living Fearless Devotional uh, entitled, Why Don't You Sit at the Banquet Table with the Lord? Yes, every day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, we uh, the one thing that you really bought to this family is that we all sit when we can sit at the table and eat dinner together. Imagine if Jesus was sitting right there with us. Oh, and he is. But he is. Yes. He's in us. We just can't see him. <laughs> hey, go to resurrectministry.com where you'll find all the other content that we have going on. Soon, uh, the Fearless Man podcast will be on there too. Um, but um, yeah, we have a whole bunch of stuff on there. Yeah, and we, have, we forgot to ask people. We ask you to do all these things when you go on the website, but please subscribe to the newsletter too. Yes, very important. Yes, we're going to be creating our home church um, email announcement from there as well. So to the extent we have everybody's email on there would be great. Yeah, I don't want to call them out by name, but we have a few people that uh, um, uh, partner with us every month. And yeah, uh, those so of you that sweet. do that, you know who you are. And we, we thank you. We've never talked about whether we should say names out, out in public or anything like that. I'm not sure if we need you to do that or not. Um, but uh, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, it, it's really um, helping uh, as we go through and need new things and want to do more with the show. That's really, we want to grow it. We want to do more with it. So we appreciate um, those of you that, again, you know who you are that are donating every month to um yeah, our fellowship and, it, and it's really um a contribution of any amount like we just had uh our it guys up their services so that we could revamp a lot of the things on the site especially the donation section and uh other aspects of the digital aspect and and uh behind to security because it's been hacked a couple of times <laughs> so those contributions are very helpful thank you yeah so it's not it's no longer just the two of us anymore there's other people now that we have working in the background yes that have to get the website and keep it up to date and do all that kind of stuff uh kate mary says hello from good australia afternoon. good afternoon good day and robert block says who does the cooking well, I did it last time, and I'm still going to do part of it, but Andy's going to do his fantastic smoker thing of some sort, right? Yeah. Some of the meat. I think he's talking about the meals that we have at the dinner table. Oh, <laughs> I thought he meant home home church. No, I think because I think earlier we were talking about. Yes. Yes. Uh, mostly Andy, but it's kind of a communal effort. I'm yes. a sous chef. I'm Andy's sous chef. Yes. Because his kids have, are used to his cooking. So we just, you know, don't need to rock the boat so early on. So they they love everything he makes and everything goes over really well. So I just like, tell me what you need me to chop. I'll heat the vegetables. You know what they say is that never do something really well or else you'll be asked to do it again. But you cooked an amazing meal for our home church. So. I think you should oh, no. see the kids. I made a plain <laughs> rice once and they were like, ew, what's wrong with the rice? Oh, no. <sighs> Let's get to this. And um, uh, Kate says. Asking for prayer. My family flew out today. I trust God, but my mm. heart is still breaking. California has them now. Oh, wow. well, we're sad. Yes. I mean, we're, we're glad they're, they're here with us, but we're sad that of all the places you chose California, they chose California, but we're going to save it. And we're going to make it better uh, as we as we move forward. But Amen. We, we'll, we'll definitely def be praying for that. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> or is it soup chef? No, sous chef. <laughs> that is the fancy word for the helper chef. 
The one who cuts. Cuts and makes the sauces right. and helps with the vegetables. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. All right, let's get to the devotional and then we'll come back to some uh, shenanigans in a minute. Uh, we're reading from uh, Charles Spurgeon, uh, Morning by Morning Devotional. And the reference here is John 17, 23, where he uses just a portion of it that says, I in them. And just contemplate that, folks. I in them. Yes. Uh, Charles says, if this verse describes the union that exists between our, our soul and the Lord, yeah. imagine how deep and wide is the river of our communion with him. Amen. This union is no narrow pipe through which a tiny thread-like stream winds its way. No, it is a river of amazing depth and breadth with a flood of living water Yay. flowing through its entire glorious length. See, he has placed before us an open door. May we not be slow to enter this city of communion with him. The city has 12 gates, with each gate made a, of a single pearl, and each one is open wide, so we may enter and be assured of being welcome. If the city was simply one loophole, a narrow slit for shooting arrows through ancient fortress walls, through which to talk with Jesus, it would be a blessing enough just to share one word of fellowship through the narrow hole. But how much more of a blessing do to have an entrance so large and open? If the Lord Jesus were far away from us with many a stormy sea between, we would yearn to send a message messenger to him with our love and would long for the messenger's return, bringing us news from his father's house. But look at his kindness. He has built his house next door to ours. Even more than that, he resides with us, making our poor, humble hearts his tabernacle so he may have continual communion with us. Oh, how foolish we are if we do not live in habitual communion with him. When our road is long, dangerous and difficult, we need not worry how seldom friends see each other. For when they for when they live together, will Jonathan forget his David? When a husband travels, his wife may handle several days without speaking with him, but she could never endure being separated from him if she knew he were in one of the rooms of her own home. Wow. So why, believer, do you not sit at the Lord's banquet of wine? Seek your Lord, for he is near. Embrace him, for he is your brother. Hold him securely, for he is your husband. And press him to your heart, for he is your own flesh and blood. Wow. There it is, all in a nutshell. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned to you, I, I like the way that uh, Spurgeon went through the different explanations of him being like a brother, a husband, and your flesh and blood. So that whatever perspective resonates with you the most, or maybe all three do, it just tries to drive home the point of his nearness. Mm. You know, we, um, you know, I, I've had a, 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 a just like a couple relationships mm. in my life before you. Not, really? Not very important. Not nothing. <sighs> They're just nothingness of relationships. But I've never spent this much time with somebody as I do with you. Aww, ever in my getting, entire life. Are you getting sick of me? <laughs> no. Andy, Andy gets a little sick of me sometimes. <laughs> No, that's not even where it's going. No, but it's um, it's very number one. It's not me because I am not one 
to hang out with people all the time. I, I, I've gone to move, I go to movies by myself or have in the past. I've gone bowling by myself. I go to the beach and ride my bike by myself, hiking, which you shouldn't do. You shouldn't go hiking by yourself, but I often have done Are that. Are you saying you need a little more alone no, time? I've gone ice skating. I mean, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I like my time with people, but I like my time alone. You're an introvert. But with you, it's been completely different. And last night, you, the reason we weren't on last night, because you had a wedding to go to up in LA. Yeah. And uh, you were gone all day long. And I didn't like that at all. And so I understand what's now being said in this devotional, that when you have a connection and a love for someone, and seemingly that person has a lot of love back. (laughs) True, true. Like Jesus with us, right? Jesus loves us. God loves us. Yes. Uh, that he dwells inside us. Yes. And uh, he has a house next door. Oh. Um, and, and, this, and as this relationship with Jesus and I have grown over the last couple of years, three or four years, it, it's just, I cannot be without him. Oh, I, I love sure. reading devotional. I love going to church. I love our, our home group. I love all of it because it brings me closer to God. And I want more. It seems like that should be the opposite. And I now I bring it back to our relationship. If my history has always been that I'm a loner and don't really, I mean, I like being with people, but then I like not being with people. Yeah. But that's not, that's not the case with us. And it's because of the, the bond that we have grown together in Jesus Christ. Amen. And it has brought us so much closer together that when you are gone, it's like, you know, I have to, you know, pick up my phone and how are you? How are you doing? Are you okay? Are you thinking of me? And it's not like the I jealous boyfriend was, type of thing. I think I was the one doing that last night. <laughs> I was getting. This, don't be ruining my yeah, whole thing here. You know, like with the text when they push the little the heart or Let the exclamation see. marks or the little Let check marks. See. I was like, "What you doing? Here's a picture. Here's a video. Fr- right? Yeah, it's yeah, all I'm me. Go back Yours are see. just check marks. I'm gonna go back like, keep and going, see. Keep going. Keep going. Like, look after the bride. No, no, so no. Look at, no, look it. So you had something, I think, back in oh. July 1st was your last text. <laughs> and keep then going, keep going. yesterday, I was the first one that said, how's it going, schnuggums? <laughs> okay. And then? And then that my texting prompting, and prompting began because the I conversation. Because I was driving for two hours. <laughs> and then I just, from there on, it's all me. We had a lot more activity than I did. Yeah. All right. You had stuff going on. You had this big wedding, 500 people at a wedding. Yeah, it was. But back to my story before you, you drag, because you have this tendency to, to follow squirrels. I'm going to keep us on task. <laughs> um, but I, I, I love, I, I think really the common denominator is, and I, and I encourage this to all men seeking women to find another Christian woman. Oh, um, because I've, we, I've learned. If we tell you anything, I, if you learn anything <laughs> from us, it's that. I never ever thought that that was that important. Like I go, you know, marry whoever, and then you make yeah. it work out. You know, I always thought it, love will be stronger than whatever you oh. is. It is not. I'm telling you yeah. that the um, the fact that we both have this relationship with God and uh, and our relationship is so strong, and and our desire to have more with him and more of him yes um it brings us closer together because our, our we it, it's um it's just been amazing absolutely but, um i love you 
I love you too. And I and I and I do love being with you. Um, but it's it, I understand this more. It's almost if I could go back one more, I'm sorry, one more thing. If I could go back to uh the talk uh at our home church, mm -hmm. was that it's it just even I think this is why it came to me, is that it just makes so much more sense that men, Jesus said that you should love your wives as Jesus loved the church. And I thought about how I never really had that close relationship with the church. So it oh, but so it, it only makes sense that it didn't it didn't click with me to understand that. that, that it wasn't that, that big of, a, of an ask. Yeah, because you go, Jesus loved the church. Okay, you love the church. <laughs> he can live or with live or with or without the church. I mean, yeah. he can go on. He can go bowling. He can go to Kelly's Corner and go grab a couple beers and then come back to the to the church. Yep. I'm not saying that's what he. Did. I'm just saying, but when um, you do love the church like we do. And we do love, and the church being everything we do, whatever right. church we're at, it's just, it's, it's just being with people. It's doing home church that once you understand that it, it's just like, well, that makes total sense of, of that love, that love for the church and the love for the wife. It, it just brings it all together and wraps it all up in a nice little triune bowl, Aww. bow, bow. Not bowl. braid. Yes. So there you go. Sorry. I went on a little tirade there. No, that was fantastic. <laughs> it's all about love. <laughs> what about you what do you get out of this uh you already said your piece or do you have more to talk about well it's just the uh this is my going to be my prayer for um tonight tomorrow the next couple of days like whenever there's a devotional that particularly captures my attention as something i don't quite feel like i have the full grasp of that's when i try to meditate on that idea so for me it is this uh, and I in you, the, the really understanding what that means that he is in us and communing with us. So we understand and we all often, often talk about, oh, it's Jesus Christ in me. But I always think about it as Christ in me to make me manifest him to be better. But this is a different perspective. This is communing with him. So it's like having, like what you described with a spouse, it's like having your best friend, your soulmate, your, your favorite twin brother, your blood with you to commune. Hmm. So not because you need something from him to make you better to the world or to make you a better servant or uh, believer, but what that love relationship looks like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I want. That's what I'm getting out of this. Like, wow, wait, what, what does that look like? What does that look like to have my absolute best friend, my Lord and savior, my redeemer inside me and less than a phone call away. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, there it is. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, says Kate. And uh, I am the same as you, Andy. Awesome. I, I, you mind if I read what Jim Ryman wrote? No. I really like what he wrote. It, so, a lot of it was scripture, too. Yeah, we don't often read what uh, Jim writes, right? Uh, Jim is uh, the editor for the version. So he, he has like just like a, a little narrative that he writes after each one of the devotions. We don't always read it. Uh, because it's a, usually it's a kind of a little repeat of what was said, but I do like what he said in this one. He says, it is nearly impossible for us as humans to comprehend yes. the amazing oneness we have with the Lord Jesus and his church. 
He himself was perfectly one with his father. He had eternally experienced this unity with the father, never having had even one thought outside his father's will, much less an action. And although it is difficult for us to comprehend that level of oneness, Jesus said, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world. And I'm coming to you, Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. And Jesus, as a symbol of our oneness with him, not only shares his powerful name with us, but gives us another beautiful symbol of oneness with him, his glory. And he went on to say, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. Yes. Lord, help us as we make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace in this life as it will be in heaven. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I read that scripture at our home church too, in mm. Ephesians 4.3. That is not familiar. <laughs> because it's part of finding unity with one another and finding unity with Christ. It is. And I, it, what he says is that it's hard for us to imagine that type of relationship. And it, and it was. When, you, when you're religious or you call yourself a Christian, but you're not one with God. Mm. You're, I mean, I think there's a lot of people. I'm learning that a lot of people have had the same experience. Yeah. Going to church. I've got to go to church. And they go to church and then that's it. And then they go home and they go back to their have flesh it. and they they don't have it. And so it really, it, 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 they can hear it. They can, you know, read in the devotional. They can see, a, uh, they can hear a pastor speak about it on the stage. But um, it, it really is something, it's the transition. It's the, the, the being born, the truly being born again and um, dying to self where the, transformation begins to take hold yes and then it becomes a little bit clearer and under and then you can understand it just a little bit better and then as time goes on it becomes like you crave it mm. you, you crave that relationship and you love that relationship so good such good stuff uh let's get to the scripture there's quite a few little little bits here they're not long uh and we first start out with isaiah 55 6 are you gonna start out? oh sorry john john 17 23 I in them and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Can you imagine if we lived in that kind of uh, unity, perfection, the, the manifestation of that oneness with one another even? <laughs> Can you imagine having that oneness with Nancy Pelosi? No, is she a believer though? <laughs> She's not part of the church. <laughs> she claims to be a Catholic. John 7, 3, 8. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Hmm. This gets me to my um, discussion with my mom last night. Oh, nice. Revelation 3, 8. I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name. Revelation 21, 21, the gates, the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. Can you imagine the size of the oyster? That had yeah, that, I don't that... think it came from an oyster. Oh, no. 
Unless it was like a dinosaur oyster. <laughs> that thing had to be huge. <laughs> Esther 5.6. At the banquet of wine, the king said to Esther, what is your petition? It shall be granted to you. What is your request? Up to half the kingdom and it shall be done. Would that not be amazing? Right? <laughs> he loved her. <sighs> Isaiah 55, 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a warning too. Yep. It's a warning to those people that say, you know, I have time. I'm young. <laughs> exactly. I'm young. I don't need I'll, I'll do this church thing later on. Exactly. <laughs> and then <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> never know um so la just really quick last night you went to a wedding um and um the last time i think where you were with this large of a group of uh of muslims was at your father's funeral yes um i, I meant to ask you this before and i'm sorry to put you on the spot but i just was thinking did anybody come to you and talk to you uh, did you have any divine appointments? Did they say, you know, at the thing, you said you were a Christian. Can you tell me more about that? Anything no. like that happened? Unfortunately, no. no. Oh, darn. No, I did get to talk about the fact that I have been saved to a bunch of very old friends, mm. which was cool, getting a chance to talk to them about it. But no, for the most part, everybody that came up to us was talking about my dad. Oh. Yeah. But that's, all, that's all. Your dad's was amazing. So yeah. Awesome. Um. So with my mom, uh, when we were driving home, she was telling me how nice I'd become, uh, <laughs> which implies I wasn't so nice before, which she has every right to say, because me and my mom had a tense relationship. And this scripture of out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. That's what came to my mind when she was talking to me, because she said it was because of my daughter. And I said, no, it's because of Jesus. And then we got to have this long discussion about how now I do acts of faith out of devotion and out of love and not out of fear and fear of reprisal and punishment and not being good enough. This kind of very um, mentally, it's mental anguish to be in that kind of torment mm. about your destiny all the time. And so I was trying to explain to her that that flow that she sees coming out of me is because Jesus is giving it to me to give to others. I think that's one of those things that makes our our walks, our walk in the testimony regarding our walk is so powerful because I think people could even say that about me. They can say, wow, is it your wife that's made this change? Is it, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, they're, they're, they look at it as other things. Yeah. And just like your mom said, is it Zara? But the closeness of you and your daughter is also because of Jesus exactly. Christ. Right? The, our relationship is because of Jesus Christ. The, how we met was because of Jesus Christ, because of where we live and everything. It, yeah. It's all, all because of him. All and so that makes God. that powerful talk to her. Like she notices the change. She thinks it obviously has to be something else. Right. And then you're able to now bring that out and say, no, it's all him. Yeah. And I think that makes it so powerful. It's powerful that they notice it first and, and then they go, so what's going on? Exactly. You have this little bit of a glow. You got something going on. with Even, her, even her best friend said uh, they, my mom wanted coffee and they didn't serve coffee at the wedding. So I went all the, all the way down. <laughs> 
Yeah, people were loaded. Uh, and it's, I went down um, to the restaurant that was at the other side of the hotel. It was a very large hotel. Mm. And got her a latte and then got her best friend a tea. I knew she would want tea. And carried it half a mile back in my six-inch heels. You know what I mean? And and she looked at me and, she, and her friend says to me, oh, my God, that was so sweet. She's like, no wonder your mom loves you so much. <laughs> So I try, I try to, I try to be the hands and feet of Jesus when I'm around my mom and her friends. I try. That's so awesome. Yeah. How about you guys? Do you have uh, any of those types of stories or um, anything that's going on in your life where people say, you know what, you you sound different, you seem different, you have a little bit more light. Uh, I, I like that. Uh, you know what's happening with Kate, and she's getting out. You know, before they were, before they left, she was able to get out. Yeah. And spend time with her sons and. Um, uh, son that. and the grandchildren and that type of thing. It's awesome. Um, that makes it so amazing. Um, one thing I got, I just got to bring up and it's, this isn't, um, this, this is, I want to be careful because I, I want to, to, to come out the right way. This oh. is not a, uh, a pat on our backs by any means, but you know, just the way that God worked right. in in my, in my life, in, in bringing me uh, back a friend who was also the same person who really is one of the m first people instrumental in bringing me to Jesus Christ was mm -hmm. Bruce Lynn. Uh, we then reconnect and he gives me a devotional, which then causes me to say, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to read this devotional because I'd made a new commitment. Yes. I told Jesus, he, uh, it was like three or four months before that, you know, I'm handing it all over to him. I'm dying to myself and do with me what you want and I will follow you. And I'm suddenly in Salt Lake city. He appears to me. I'm suddenly flying home and all this stuff's happening. I, I run into Bruce. My son gives his life to Jesus Christ and I get this devotional and start moving forward. And it's this, this, this power that God has and moving so many pieces like a chess player yes, and putting them on all of the right positions for us to connect. And interior then, designer. <laughs> Yes. Like that couch, that blue one, it's got to go. Yes. Out. None of this would have happened. I mean, there's no way that you could have even like 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever it was, and said, hey, you know, you think you might want to do a podcast about Jesus Christ? About a guy would have said, what are you guy? I know nothing. There's nothing I could do. So um, I say that and then our connection and where we met in the church that we now call home and that kind of stuff. And I was just looking at the stats and the, and the important, there's a lot of them. But the important one is that almost 29,000 people have downloaded episodes. Unique users, yeah. Unique users have downloaded episodes of this podcast. Oh. And I was just like thinking that. that that's, a, you know, since the beginning, you know, there's like a, a few thousand. But I mean, even to think that a few thousand people monthly are downloading this podcast to listen to see what God has to say through the devotionals and through us and that kind of stuff. Aww. I just, it makes no sense to the old Andy. It makes no sense. How that, that's even possible. And then when you add that number, when you say 28,000. And so with that number, I go back to what we were discussing the other day is that the, 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 the people that have contacted us and said, you know, 
I was watching your podcast and XYZ happened. All right. I was watching your podcast and it, it connected me with the church with, with Jack yeah. Tips. Uh, I was watching your podcast and I decided to do this, these other things or go out and do these other things. It's just like, wow, this is what this is what it means. This yeah. is what it means to share the gospel, to open yourself up and be used by God. Yes. That someone, no matter how goofy you think you are looking at me, looking in the mirror, not looking at you, but looking in the mirror. Uh, and how little I, I do know about, you know, the history of, of so much of what we're talking about. Um, it doesn't matter. No. God uses it all for his good. Amen. And uh, so. For those I, who love him. Yeah. And a call the coordinator's purpose. So I only ask that, you know, you guys do the same thing, that you just open yourselves up and allow yourself to be used because you have no idea what will come of it. Yes. And I just like I had no idea. I had no clue that sitting at a park bench with a bunch of geese that were quacking at me while I was trying to give my message that would have would have led those to videos are so cute. Would have led to anything. <laughs> I mean, literally coming up to my. I saw some of those. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's a geese. <laughs> Sorry, it's making a lot of noise. <laughs> so, also, thank you for um, trusting me and and coming on and and doing the show with me. Is it, uh... I gave my life to you, so <laughs> <laughs> of course I can trust you with a podcast. What do you think? How does that touch you when you when you think about how God has used you in in your ministry that you started? Again, you started ministry before we met too. Yeah, and uh, the people that you've been able to reach and that you've been able to speak and write for the Christian Post. How does that uh, how does that hit you? I mean, for me, it's just amazing because it's it's a new faith. I mean, I I understand. Why? Because the change was so dramatic. I could see why it's useful, you know, to because, you know, helping Muslims find the one true God. I could see why God wants to use me, but the fact that he does is miraculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could see it on paper that it looks like, oh, okay, that would be, that sounds useful. But the fact that he continues to show up, uh, and speak through us and, and give us the ability to be of service is truly an honor. Just one last thing, it just, it just hit me again. And we, I think we've shared this before, talked about it before, but we, we had to have that, both of us had right around, not the same exact time, but about a, a two year period of time when we, when we gave up our flesh, became new, um, new people, um, with God dwelling inside of us. And then we had to spend about two years of getting used to our new selves. Right? The new skin. The new skin so that we could meet. Because if we would have met before that, we never would have even thought about one another <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. if you really think about it. Absolutely. That you, we had to have God say, okay, now these two are ready. And he even told me that in, when I would journal about... Um, finding this husband that he told me I would find, I, he would tell me I am preparing him as I am preparing you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, so awesome. <laughs> so spectacular. Kate says. Uh, for five days in a row, I took a friend out for lunch and for her birthday yesterday. Oh, wow. that's so sweet. Is she um, a believer? So is it a fellow church member or is it somebody 
uh, you're just trying to love on and maybe eventually bring to Jesus. I think the miraculous story there is that she was out for five days in a row. There you go. I think that's the... Sorry, I should have <laughs> I should have acknowledged that first. Absolutely. Kate's living her best life now. <laughs> I love that, Kate. God has been great. Yes, for those of you that you don't know, um, Kate has uh, autoimmune um, disease, so they say. We break that off of her as well. And in the name of Jesus, believe that that shall be gone and no no longer affect her. But they mm. told her because of COVID, she shouldn't go out. And so she's been homebound for quite a long time. Kate, maybe you could um, tell us how long you said. Um, I, I don't recall exactly. But uh, she decided to step out. We prayed together, all of us online. And she went to see her son for the first time, which was awesome. And now she's been out five days in a row. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Jan says... She made a decision last December to watch all the devotionals and I've been so blessed by your dedication to this and your home church is a huge blessing to me. Oh, oh you're so, so awesome. sweet. Thank you so much, Jan. And we're going to send a little announcement that we're going to wait, I'm sorry, for er, September to do the next one because I really need Andy's leg to heal. Like he's my Batman to my Robin and I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't carry it all by myself. So, uh, at least in September, he'll be running, yes. running around. Running. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, my daughter just got COVID. So if we can get uh, prayers for her, too, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Two and a half years in isolation, folks. Oh, goodness grief. Those devils that did that. Oh, so glad that you have been broken uh, for the Lord says who the Lord sets free is free indeed. Wow. Two and a half years. Oh, <sighs> okay. Uh, anything else, my love? No. Prayers for Zara. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate that. Yeah, she's doing pretty good, though. I mean, they, these um, last few people that we've had in our little circle that have gotten it, it's, it's fairly... I mean, it's, it's this a, one's worse than the first one. It's like a little bit got. of a flu. Yeah. Um, Body aches. Yeah. But no hospital, nothing like no, that. Thank no, God. No. <laughs> pretty. But again, and, but pretty I could see mild. with her, at least now tonight she ate, but she was um, vomiting anything she put in her mouth. Mm. And so I could see, and that's what her doctor told me before. As long as she's able to keep down food, it's okay. But if she stay, if she can't stay hydrated and nourished, then you got to bring them in and get an IV. Mm. So um, I'm glad at least tonight she's eaten. So uh, prayers that she continues to eat and heal and the Lord will do um, his part, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I've got to say that, you know, she was at a cheerleading camp where they were working 12-hour days and tumbling and getting tired and staying up late. And so, you know, it brings you down to a place where you're, you'll get anything. Yeah, get apparently <laughs> half the team is sick. Only two have admitted to COVID, but half the team is sick. Yeah. Um, it was one other thing we talked about. Oh, we're moving it. That was it. Yes. Okay. So, um, let's do this. Hey, we haven't, we're going to play the Edify ad today. How about that? Okay. All right. Here it. we go. Watch this. This podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or 
by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right. We don't have that much of a discussion with uh, our Calvary Chapel uh, service today. It was awesome. Um, um, Shadrach is always good. Um, The only thing I just want to say is that he had a a whole bunch of stories today. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) A little bit much on the storytelling. A little too many squirrels. <laughs> He's got to balance that out. Yeah, I think what happens, and I don't know, I don't know if this has happened at all, but sometimes um, you can feel like, hey, when I say these things, people you give me a big reaction. <laughs> so I'm going to throw more of those in, and you go, oh wait, maybe I did too many. So you have to have this little bit of a yeah. balance. So you need God's message, and then you have your own little. I little think it's stories. also the um, connection is high school kids, yeah. because he's talking to kids and you got to break that up because yeah. they get like you know they, they can't take too much gospel all in one big chunk you know so it breaks it up with funny stories but for the a much more mature audience it's kind of like wait you, where are we right now like what scripture are we in so yeah so again we're talking about calvary chapel Juno hills which again we call our home church but um uh you know what you're saying he was uh, he's been in high school ministry for 20 years he said yeah and it's much like, um, you know, a woman or I guess even a man, but you find more women being in preschool teachers where they come home and they talk to you. Oh, you look so, you did so good on your little thing there. Oh, this and you go, okay, I'm not, I'm not one of your five-year-olds, but you get, you get stuck. It's kind of like cops. <laughs> They've been giving you the cop attitude. Right. Uh-huh. I know that analogy works for the tough parts too. Well, I gotta tell you, I'm a little tired of Jack taking vacation. He needs to, he needs <laughs> to stop. Down. He needs to stop this well, vacation. Well, it's stuff. the last uh, weekend of July, so I believe that August we ramp back up. All right. Um, so there we go. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Thanks for um, tuning in. Make sure, and if you wouldn't mind, if you haven't shared our devotional wherever you're watching, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Rumble. And, the, and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. Uh, make sure, and if you are on any of those, if you wouldn't mind just sharing it out to your audience, that would be great. We may catch a couple more people that just happen to see it and uh, need to hear from God. He already has to say. Awesome. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Good good night. God bless. <laughs> I try to combine good night and God bless in one sentence. God bless. Good night. Ooh, whoa.